News. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hi. Hanging out. We're going to talk about some mad shit we found on the net this week. A big thank you to all our listeners for keeping us keeping us going and uh, listening to us. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Cutting through the ball in the post-truth apocalypse. Anchor, same. Uh, follow Devil's Advocate on Facebook and listen to that too. We're on SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify. Bloody bloody blah, blah. Anyway, you get a podcast from on YouTube, of course, which is um, Pockets Ball. Pockets Ball on YouTube. But the sort of weird news section of the show, we split it off. I'm going to start with I've seen the sources. Obama weighs in as U.S. interest in UFOs rises. Mm. Mm. Is this thing being allegedly released? Isn't there? Yes. Is it the end of this month? The end I of May. I believe so. It's the Flying Saucer Report. Mm. The theory is that they're preparing us for a big revelation because obviously with the Pentagon news recently of the Tic Tacs and high-ranking generals, admirals, etc. going, we just don't know. Yeah. That's really, that's, they're like, hey, what's that thing? That's it, manoeuvring all of our fighter jets, you know? And they're like, I don't know. And there was that spherical thing, wasn't there, that sort of went into the sea? Did yes. That one? Yeah, the USO. Mm. It's all fucking kicking off. Is it unidentified spherical object? <laughs> no, a USO is an unidentified submersible object. Submersible. UFO, obviously, unidentified well, flying object. Keep it as UFO. You've got so many. Yeah. You know. Bob Oak was USO, wasn't he? <laughs> the, yeah, United States something or other. Yeah, and chill the troops. UFO. <laughs> yeah, but then you've got the band UFO. Mm. You know the UAPs, that. Eh? Oh, yeah, they've changed the UAP now. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't fuck with the classics. Bring back Bob Hope. You <laughs> bastards. He's dead. <laughs> I mean, the aliens have gone. <laughs> no, he's very dead. Oh, okay. He must have been about fucking 120 when he died. All right, then, let's see what Barry's got to say. Barry Obama. For some time, expressing interest in unidentified flying objects has been deemed mostly unacceptable in wider society. Tell me about it. <laughs> Well, the amount of times that's broke up a relationship is the aliens! <laughs> the aliens that probed you in the ass last night, I swear! <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes all you want to do is, is make love, cuddle and talk about a reptile base on the moon and some women just won't do that. Aww. I know. But attitudes appear to be changing in America this week with luminaries from Barack Obama to former NBA star Shaquille O'Neal sharing their thoughts. Uh, How could you put Shaquille O'Neal in the same light as Obama? I know any one of them is a uh, war criminal. What, Shaquille O'Neal's a war criminal? <laughs> <laughs> no, Obama just liked a drone strike. Yeah, illegal drone strikes. Therefore, he's a war criminal. If you're a president, Mike, you can make it legal. You can make anything legal. No, you can just ignore it, like I do. It's a difference. Well, he could have invaded Yemen. Instead, he just chose to take out a few weddings. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a wedding, isn't it, they hit? Always a wedding without fail. Do you think they've got some kind of wedding-seeking missile? Maybe. Sloppy. <laughs> Homes in on confetti. <laughs> <laughs> Obama was asked about the issue of UFOs during an interview on Tuesday. The former president confirming footage and records of unidentified objects exist. 
Much of the newfound and newly sincere interest in UFOs this week appears to stem from a report on CBS's 60 Minutes on Sunday, which tackled the, quote, US government's grudging acknowledgement of UFOs. Do you think it's going to be disclosure then? No, I don't. No. I don't think they'll come out and go, yeah, all right, we've been dealing with the aliens since the 50s, that's them. Well, they're not going to come out and say that. No, I think they're going to do it slowly, slowly. You know, oh, yeah, you know, if... if... I'm still not on board with that. Drop the bombshell! I want it to... It's like, yeah, all right, this is Krill. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's from Zeta Reticuli. He's going <laughs> to tell you all about it. <laughs> he's just like this little grey steps forward. Yes. Everyone freak out. No, you yeah. have to do it like, oh, we've, you know, seen this. Yeah, unmanned probes. And then you'd have to move on to, you know, how we're going to make... Contact. Everything's got to be slowly, slowly, to not cause a panic. First of all, right, in response to both of you there, you, Mike, how would you know they're uh, unmanned probes? I don't. I'm You're assuming a lot. Isn't it? Assuming a lot. They might not be aliens at all. Of course, they're aliens. <laughs> but I'm willing to admit that they may be unmanned alien probes. We do it on other planets. So why wouldn't they do it on ours? Yeah, I was going to say we're sending shit flying. Yeah. yeah, but our probes well, aren't like dancing around advanced fighter jets like they're not there. Well, they might be like living machines or something. They might be that advanced. We don't know what they are. No, well, that doesn't sound good. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just super AI computers that can make like incalculable calculations in seconds. It'll take billions of years for our computers well, to Well, they, they could be there under a cloaking device, couldn't they, really? True enough. Yeah. Yeah, um, if somebody's thought of it, like, even as, so it's a fiction on, on Earth, surely it can be, you know... Reality somewhere, somewhere else. else yeah. Yeah. If you sit on Flash Gordon, it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> what if I sit it in Flash Gordon? <laughs> probably also true, but probably not the way depicted that, because it's human sex, isn't it? No, it's humans dressed up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, Claire, the UN has a plan, apparently, for alien contact. Right, okay. Would involve um, a UN representative going to meet the aliens. Right, okay. So it wouldn't be like the welcome wagon off Independence Day. No, we're not sending up a black guy to die. No. Unless the guy so is bad. unless the guy is black, who's who's, who's the <laughs> representative. If he is, then we know that BLM is actually a fucking is is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why did you send a black guy? No, I just thought it was a terrible idea. On Independence Day. It, I just felt really sorry for that guy. It's like, oh, you know, you're going up in this heavily laden helicopter with these massive lights on the side, and you're going to just annoy them by blinking lights at them. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do? <laughs> I can shoot him down regardless of whether I came in peace or not. I turn the fucking lights off. So the Defence Department and intelligence agencies are due to deliver a much-anticipated official report of mysterious aerial sightings next month. 60 Minutes interviewed a number of credible witnesses, including a former Navy pilot who said he had seen unidentified aerial phenomena every day for at least a couple of years. Wow. That prompted Obama's discussion of aerial phenomena. What is true, and this is what he says, and I'm actually being serious here, is that there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain how they moved or their trajectory, Obama told CBS. They did not have an easily explainable pattern, and so you know I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is, 
but I have nothing to report to you today. Hmm. But at least the bombers going, hey, this, I've fucking seen it. So they, that, they wouldn't let the pilots like speak out, would they? If you know, if they weren't trying to do it slowly, slowly, you know. Well, I think they aren't pilots now. They're civilians now, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. So I think it's is it okay or is it, they've already released the video, so then they can talk about it. Right. Okay. I don't think they would have been able to talk about it otherwise would they have confidentiality. Nah, yeah, they'd have the official secrets act and yeah. all that, wouldn't they? Like you don't talk about it. But if the government's see. come out and release this video and say we don't know what it is, then I think it's okay then for the pilots who are now retired to Yeah, yeah. if it's a, if, if they saw it, I guess so, yeah. Just like the chemtrails, eh, Ben? Mm. <laughs> contrails. Yeah. Contrails. Even took a castle agrees to the barber. Uh, and that's saying something because he's been dabbling in anti-vax conspiracy theories recently because he's a cunt and he says from a national security perspective it's a very big problem if the pentagon admits it doesn't know what in the world this is and that's why i think that it's it, it's not like russian or chinese no. or anything because i think that all someone in the world some intelligence agency would know if China had just got all of a sudden started knocking UFOs up. We've all got spies in each other's country telling us shit. Yeah. We'd find out. Of course we have. Even our even allies spy on each other. Yeah. You know, there's teams of hackers right now working to knock into something like the Department of Defence system or the MOD system. It's insane. Twenty four seven that just goes on. And they record Pete, they record like um diplomats and things, don't they? Yeah. Illegally, and so I'm sure that WikiLeaks have got a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Wouldn't it be in our best interest to just share all information? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would involve the world working cooperatively, and which, unless these guys turn out to be hostile, probably isn't going to happen. No. <laughs> it's a nice thought, though, isn't it? It is a nice thought. Oh God, what if like aliens invade, right? And Britain's like. We've got the last spaceship hovering over us. It's Independence Day. And the EU won't help us out unless we rejoin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need some. Re we need to fire pilots, please. And they're like, nope, rejoin. And it's going to wipe out our cities. Yeah, rejoin. Well, you said we were the last. So we're, everyone else will be dead anyway, so... No, like every other country's beat them off, and we're because we're, we're incompetent. We we and we always <laughs> and we always we always do this whole coming from behind to snatch an unlikely victory in extra time when it comes to war, don't we? Yeah. We always leave it late and then come back in extra time. So uh, we're doing that. We're doing that scenario again. Like we've taken a bit of a beat and now we're coming back, but we need some help. I don't know. I think they lord it above us, help us anyway, and then be like, ah, oh, you should rejoin. <laughs> we make a good team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Boris and Angela Merkel make love. Oh. <laughs> Prime time. <laughs> That's breaking news. Disclosure, maybe soft disclosure. Do you think? I don't think they'll admit they're aliens, but they'll go, "We don't know what they are," because they're not going to tell us about Roswell, are they? Let's face it. They're going to say, "Oh yeah, Roswell was real, by the way," and they're certainly not going to come out and say. Oh, actually, they're ours, and we got the tech yeah. from aliens. They they may come out in years to come about you know Roswell being real and eventually, stuff, they? yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully. Although they did write that official Roswell report where they said it was a weather balloon. It's always a weather balloon. <laughs> Not originally, though, was it? Originally, they came out and said that it was a spacecraft. 
Well, yes, the original guy, the, the first chap on the scene, yeah. Okay, so Jazz was flying saucer all day long. And apparently the wreckage that he showed in the one picture is completely different to the wreckage that he saw the previous day, and that's a beer you owe us both at some point. Oh. <laughs> it's a new phone! I don't care! <laughs> <laughs> terrifying, also. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, but, but terrifying. Moving on. Yeah. Cop facing sack after saying he stirred colleagues' tea with his genitals. Oh, hashtag me too. No, I just steered tea with gentle on my genitals before. <laughs> no, okay. Now you're risking a burn there, aren't you? <laughs> Make sure you have plenty of milk before you steer it. <laughs> Maybe it had gone cold. <laughs> Police officer could lose his job today after he told a female PCSO he stirred her tea with his penis. PC Stephen Green claimed he was having a bit of a laugh and that he had misjudged his friendship with his victim but was found Victim. guilty <laughs> Sorry. of nine charges in front of a disciplinary panel. Nine? Nine? <laughs> Between May and July 2020, he made sexual comments towards the woman, identified only as PCSOA, and licked his lips while gyrating his hips in the canteen. Oh, fuck me. Oh, dear. He watched her changing in the female locker room and had given her a shoulder massage without her permission. Right. Sounds like a right sleaze. Yeah, second PCSO described him as having a cocky attitude and behaving as he owned the place. <sighs> Apparently he told a female officer, I'm a PC, you're a PCSO. If I say bend over a table, you just do it. Uh -oh. oh God. So this guy just sounds like a bit of a cunt yeah. then. You'd just have to slap him in the face after you said that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I would, sure. No doubt about it. I think there's more and more of these like bad apples making it into the police. I think they've got a bit fucking power mad recently. The cops. I, I think they've been a bit cunty with this COVID thing. Oh, that fucking candlelight vigil for that poor woman that got murdered by a police officer. Yeah, they were pretty. They were rougher than they had to be there. Unbelievable! Do you remember it? That which one was that? Oh, it was um, back in lockdown three. Um, they caught this copper who'd murdered and I think he raped and murdered this woman who had been walking home. Oh, down, sat, yeah, down yeah. in London way, wasn't it? Yeah, and they were, so they had this candlelight vigil in the woods and they all wore masks and socially distanced, but... Uh, and the fucking cops moved in with riot shields and batons, sort of fucking cracking skulls. Um, they weren't they? cracking skulls, they were rougher than they needed to be. <laughs> all right, maybe they weren't cracking they weren't skulls. Crack, they weren't cracking skulls, they, they dragged people I mean, down. I just love using that term when I describe the police brutality. <laughs> okay, they were being more brutal. They shouldn't have even fucking been there. Just let them grieve, man. Okay, I know it's a it's a pandemic, but it's you know people. They got the masks on, the distance. Know, yeah, you gotta let them. It's a special circumstance. Someone's just been murdered by one of your lot. Yeah. Oh. And then they, the police came out and said, oh, the optics look bad. And they didn't apologise, just say, apologise that it looked bad. Yeah. This guy's going to be made a tamper of, though, isn't he? I hope so. Uh, we don't know the outcome yet. It's been decided today. Uh, well, I hope so. I hope he's stripped of his pension and job. And forced to work in a salt mine in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just a, he's just a cocky cunt, isn't he, basically? He just thinks he's... Just a dick, isn't he? 
That's the thing, you can't have that sort of ego no. in the police, you can't. You, you might be able to get away with that in the 70s, but you can't do that now. You don't think he travelled through time, <laughs> do you? Like a reverse life on Mars. Yeah. Life on Venus. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah? Something like that? Mm. He's like, I've come, he like, turns up and he's got a massive moustache in the disco suit. <laughs> and they're like, you can't wear that anymore. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Cup of tea. You can't strip with your dick. <laughs> no shoulder, no unauthorised shoulder rubs. <laughs> oh. yeah, he just sounds like a creepy bastard. Probably subscribes to OnlyFans as well. Yeah, probably best not being a police officer. Yeah. Get him out. Yeah. Right. Down the salt line. Okay, Claire. Okay, people in India are warned smearing themselves in cow poo will not fight COVID. <laughs> Fuck me, I've been doing it wrong all this fucking <laughs> stinking like shit for months. I wondered what that smell was. <laughs> so there's a picture of five guys just with some, you know, boxer shorts on, just smeared in poo, sort of like they're praying, they need to be praying, don't they? The guy at the back hasn't been very thorough, has he? Because he's just, he doesn't look like he's very smeared at all. I mean, no. that guy on the left there, or Dalsim, he looks pretty fucking... He's all in, and he? He's all in. He does look a bit like Dalsim. He does. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even he is all, he's like, I think he was first in the shit pile. Yeah, mm. he got the good stuff. Oh man, all I can see is that dude at the back's Tiny White is. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. no. I can't name as mentioned. I saw them, I was like, oh, fuck's sake. The photo now. So, this just uh, can't see it anyway. <laughs> medical <laughs> officers said thing. there's no scientific evidence behind the practice and warned that there are risks spreading of other diseases. <laughs> You don't snap, smearing yourself in shit hasn't been in since the Middle Ages. There's a reason. Disease. This all comes as the health emergency in the country becomes increasingly desperate with 22.6... What's that? 22.66 million, million COVID, COVID cases. cases. And... Nearly quarter of a million quarter deaths. Quarter million deaths. Quite a few big numbers. Woo! <laughs> Those experts say the figures could be five to ten times higher because of, you know, different recording practices. Yeah. They're just burning their bodies in the backyard now, aren't they? Well, that's true. Oh. I mean, if people are dying at home and they're just burning in the backyard, they're not going to register it till later, are they? Or, or maybe not just tell anyone to keep claiming the old, the old guy's pension. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bet it, it happens. It happens everywhere. Yeah. Got an old person living at home, all right, nail up the room they're in if they're dead. Keep claiming the pension. <laughs> nail up the room. It's been <laughs> done. Keeps the smell in the soup. <laughs> He's done it! Who's he done it to? Well, the body's rotting in the room. Oh, you left the body... You leave the body in the room and then you see... He's chopping from the freezer. Chopping (laughs) (laughs) off! Right, okay. It's always important, you know, you've got to cut the body into six pieces. That way you can transport everything in one go. Yeah. Wouldn't it be seven? Six, so the torso into two. No, you keep the torso as one, you stack everything on the torso. Right, okay. I don't think I could pick up a whole torso. You put it, you know, put it in a wheelbarrow or something. I think we're going to have to have one more cut. I do know a guy that owns a pig farm, though, so... <laughs> Kaboom. So, uh, patients across the country are facing uh, shortages of hospital beds, oxygen and medicine, leaving many to die because of lack of treatment. Yeah, that's horrific. Yeah. I mean, we've only just started giving them for free, haven't we, the... Uh, 
What, cow shit? No, the vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they're smearing themselves in it once a week to, yeah, to, to yeah. help them. Like, they're know. dying because they haven't got any, enough vaccines. But we, we weren't giving it to them. We were selling it to them, weren't we? Yeah. They couldn't afford it. But the Hindu faith... You know, they believe in cows, don't they? So. <laughs> they? They do consider them sacred. They do, yeah. Well, that's what it's saying, you know. So they they smear themselves and... Yeah, a cow is an, a symbol of life and the earth in the Hindu faith. It's apparently, well, for centuries, it's, well, wow, for centuries they've used it to uh, clean their homes and for prayer rituals, believing it has therapeutic and antiseptic properties. Well, if being smeared in lumpy, warm cow shit is therapeutic for you, then... I'm not going for it. It's just, no, not, it's just not me. It's no, not me. It stinks. I'll stick with a vaccine. They <laughs> <laughs> could get worms and the other parasites. Yeah, of course they could. Yeah. Can you go blind? Yeah. Oh dear. And then you have to wash yourself in milk to wash it off. Well, that'd be fair. A milk bath would be quite interesting. Yeah. Didn't what's her name do that? Then Cleopatra. You'd be. Mm, it's dead hot. You're walking out. You've got dried shit and. Curdled cow milk on you, you're fucking gonna stink to high heaven and attract all the flies and shit. Yeah, on the plus side though, if you're not the guy with the cow shit and milk, your house is gonna be very fly free though when he walks past. It may actually prevent against COVID because no fucker's gonna go near you close enough to be able to transmit the disease. That's a valid point. (laughs) That is a valid point. Uh, So, might be something to after all. Oh man, he's just like, nah, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not going to go and smear myself in cow shit. I'll stick with the the vaccine, thank you. I think it was the AstraZeneca vaccine we were flogging them. No idea. Because that's the British made one, isn't it? The one with the blood clots. The one with the blood clots. Well, Oxford University wanted to let the patent go for free, didn't they? Yes, yeah, they would have their university. But it was actually the pharmaceutical company which prevented them from doing so so they'd make some money on it well yeah that's how these things work sadly there's your next research grant in it no one on earth is going to take up that miss that opportunity they're not getting any profits no they don't get any oxford university don't get no they'll get research money they're going to get that anyway they're not going to get any profit from something they don't they don't get anything astrazeneca get it all yeah that's how these things work isn't it sadly Yes, and no yeah. company in the world's going to go, yeah, give it away for free. Yeah, but then no, AstraZeneca will be like, oh, we'll just make a very tidy donation to the Oxford University or whatever next year, won't they? Yeah. They'll, they'll be sort of, you know, won't be free-free, will it? No. Moving on. Moving on. Shall I do this one? Mm-hmm. Real-life superhero vows to hunt down serial killer in his town. <laughs> it's like that film, isn't it? It is. A real-life superhero is about to hunt down a serial killer who's been terrorising his hometown, pledging to protect the innocent at whatever cost. I'm going to do a superhero, one of my hero voice, mm-hmm. when he's the one I'll quote this guy. His name is Shadow Vision. Oh. And he has gained 7,500 followers on Facebook at the time of writing and has documented his mission to catch the serial stabber sharing updates as well as pictures of him in full superhero get-up. Shit name. Yeah, it's not great. Although Shadow vision. Well, presumably that's because he's got mesh over his eyes so, and a black mask. Oh. 
Hmm. Although his true identity remains unknown, Shadow Vision's mission is to protect the Arkansas town of Little Rock, where we have some listeners. No. So yeah. if you're a listener in Little Rock, and you see this guy about, can you send us a picture of yourself with him? That'll be ace. Yeah. Or of him in action, a little video. Or of him in action. I hear that he's, this is a Scottish guy who's moved out there. He had to be Scottish, didn't he? Get so he's a violent see. Scotsman, <laughs> <laughs> drunk off his face in Arkansas. Oh, I was just thinking they're going to send a video of him of helping an old granny cross the road. <laughs> no, he's running around with two katanas on his back. Fucking hell. <laughs> he's vowed that he may go as far as to sacrifice my own life to save an innocent life. Okay. <laughs> The individual that Shadow Vision is hunting down has been blamed for three deaths over the course of the past year, as well as one violent attack. What the fuck? Where's the police? We don't need the police, Mike, but <laughs> Shadow Vision. <laughs> he hasn't got a car yet. He, he, he wrote his last car off in a chase. He's, put a, he's got a um, PayPal link on his page. How's he going to find this killer? Well, he's, he's presumed he's, so he's now got a van. Oh, he's got a van. He's been oh, bought. Oh, you should have said. He's bought a van. He's bought a van. But before man. that, he's <laughs> running a fucking van. Before that, he was running round all day. <laughs> but he, in between writing his car off and being bought this van, uh, yeah. he's um, he was running round all day. Now he's got this black badass van. Apparently. <laughs> so, so he hasn't caught him yet. No, he hasn't caught him. He's hunting many, him down. Yeah, how many murders have been in while he's been in play? Well, I don't know, but he claims, he's just talking to Facebook, a Shadow Vision said about this murderer, I know that the serial stabber is keeping an eye on my page here, so this is a threat to you. When I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. Looking at, <laughs> at the stature of the picture of the guy next to the really skinny guy, I don't think he's got a voice like that. <laughs> no, that's my voice. <laughs> I know the serial stabber is keeping an eye on my patient. That's what his voice is like. Squeaky voice teen out of Simpsons. I'm just trying to get a role in a Marvel or DC film with my superhero voice, and this is a plug for me. You want to play Shadow Vision? I right? want to play Shadow Vision in the next in the motion picture. <laughs> Uh, Shadow Vision, who walks around greeting fans in Little Rock in full costume, claims to have already stopped a couple of armed robberies and to have exterminated two serious. Yeah, kids. what a load of bollocks! Has he fuck? He's done nothing. Like you say, he's probably helped an old granny across the road. That's it. <laughs> However, the Arkansas Times has been unable to verify these claims. He's not a Rorschach man. He don't go to no police. He just stabs them up in the in the gutter. And now he's posing with a middle-aged woman. <laughs> Yeah, he gets around on foot at the minute, but he hasn't actually been no bought one. I did see it today. I, I checked out his Facebook page. <laughs> He's been brought a van. He's been bought a van. He's insisted that he isn't motivated by money, and he's not after any reward for his efforts. All he wants to do is get the killer off the streets and to bring hope to the people of Little Rock. Inspirational. Mm -hmm. He'll risk his life, Mike. I can hear the rain on the window. That is the rain, listener. It is hammering down. Yeah, in the Shire. Yeah, it's hammering down with rain in the Shire. And that's the noise you can hear. But hey, it sounds atmospheric. Oh, yeah, it does. 
Oh, we need there was a lightning, lightning and thunder. But yeah, fair play. I'm, I want to go and I, I, he's literally got a couple of sides strapped to him, and two katanas on his back, and he's probably got some other goodies. I'm very surprised that you know with them on the, his back, the police haven't you know. He may be able to him off. He may be able to open carry. Well, I think the police seem to be quite content to leave policing to him. Because they should be looking for the serial killer, not this guy. But whatever, fair play. He's not a superhero, though, is he? Well, no, he's a vigilante. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's a step towards vigilantism, overthrowing the police and policing ourselves and the Mad Max society. <laughs> but who watches the Watchmen? I don't know. Some other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Watchers watch the watchmen. <laughs> who watches the watchers watching the watchmen? <laughs> the watching watchers. <laughs> who, watch watches, the watchers who, who watches the watchmen? <laughs> who watches them? <laughs> the watching watching watchers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. It's cool. I don't think he's going to last very long against someone with a gun. No. But fair enough. But good luck to him. Good luck to him. Stop that serial stabber. Yeah, you don't need to stab this. The guy's only got a gun, isn't it? Looks like, a, a yeah, that's the point, yeah. He's only got a knife, he's got two katanas. He'll, be, he'll do alright. He'll be alright. Until he comes up to, like you say... Someone with an AR-15. Yeah. I'd imagine he's got guns. Well, he will have in his sweet new van. <laughs> right, next one. Okay, film director murdered by his parents in Tehran. Well, that's a shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why? The mutilated body of Iranian oh, mutilated film as well. Baba Karamandin was discovered on the morning of Sunday, May the 16th, in a garbage bin oh. in Ekbatan, a planned neighbourhood in the west of Tehran. The Rockna news agency reports the filmmaker's parents have confessed to killing their son and dumping his body in phase three of the town, both now in police custody. Oh God, how shit does that sound? Where, do you, where, are, you gonna, where are we going to put the body? Put it in phase three. <laughs> Hasn't even got a name. <laughs> Phase three. No idea what that means. Neither do I. I'm, I'm sort like of like District Nine or something. Sort of yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of it's a, the, the third bit of the expansion of the mm. city, and they've just called it Phase Three. Phase Three's a bit shit. We'll dump the body in a bin there. <laughs> His father said of the crime, because of the disputes we had, I sedated him this morning by giving him anaesthetics, then stabbed him to death. Well, at least you give him anaesthetics, you know. Yeah. Then I dismembered the body and threw it in the nearest trash can on the street, my wife. Fucking hell. It's fucking brutal, isn't it? It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. The body was found stuffed in a suitcase in a bin off Nazi Street. Tehran's police station ordered a search of the family home where evidence discovered there clearly pointed to an act of filicide. Ooh, filicide. You don't hear them. Mm. Presume that's killing your child. Yeah. Mm. He lived in London, so maybe they just didn't like the fact he maybe he'd gone to London. I think there's something more to this. Film director moving in foreign art circles in London. Yeah. Do you think there might be some homosexuality? Oh, possibly. You know, yeah. bit of a lovey. Could have been that, couldn't it? Mm. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm making assumptions. I mean, obviously that behaviour's fine in London, but in Iran it's, it's yeah. not looked uh, too kindly on. So maybe they thought, you know what? Not losing yeah, book. but it's like someone chopping up Steven Spielberg or something. And <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's someone like, tried to. Did they? Yeah. Some guy tried to kidnap and rape and murder Steven Spielberg. Rape him? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, the police found him before it happened. Uh -huh. um, he, he was planning it, yeah. Yeah. 
think it went downhill from letters he was sending that he wasn't getting replies to. I don't know. We'll cover it one day. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they found him with like a loads of kni knives and loads of gaffer tape in the boot of his car. Hmm. So yeah, that's well, that's you know, film directors unless you're making pro government stuff in Iran, it's probably not very filmed. It's not very. You're not gonna have a long life. Your parents, the state won't kill you. Your parents will. <laughs> yeah, it could be some sort of honour killing. Could be. If I'm in a ring, you enlisted before. Maybe like you know, he can tell us what this is about. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was weird. It Prominent film director was murdered by his parents and chopped up in a suitcase and thrown in the trash. Well, that's it, he's not even a young guy, he's older than us, he was born in 75, 74, 74 so yeah. it's not like he's on his rebellious streak of making no. movies, is it? No. Maybe they didn't like his films. Although he did make a film called Crevice. <laughs> <laughs> Shit name for a film, son. Shit name for a film. <laughs> chop you up for it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, last one. Last one. Okay, so this company has given its employees 30 minutes a day to masturbate. I can't see my company doing that. What? Right, okay. Who is this? I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's correct. You know, who is this company? <laughs> it's got to be Ann Summers or some sort of, I don't know. Indie adult filmmaker Erica Lust is encouraging her staff to participate in workplace wanks to keep... Their creative juices flowing. Do you wank in the in the workplace? No. Well, you were just like sewing me up. Yeah, yeah. 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 If like you know, I could do it in private. If, I hope it's not like a. I don't want to go into the cube team building the exercise. <laughs> like the biscuit game. Yeah. I always seem to lose that game. <laughs> it's strange that you're losing streak. It's continued for many, many years. <laughs> One might think you, you can't like the biscuit now. So it's, it's not commonplace. The uh, indie adult filmmaker has launched a new initiative just for Masturbation Month that sees her giving 36 members of staff a 30-minute break every day in which to masturbate during work hours. The campaign, which started at the beginning of this month and will last a year, aims to... Destigmatise masturbation in everyday life. But Lust is also calling on other business owners to join her in offering regulated self pleasure breaks for their mm. employees. That's my next question at an interview. Do you have uh, regulated self pleasure breaks? <laughs> <laughs> I hear 30 minutes is about the average. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be two minutes and then a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bag for 20 minutes. <laughs> Masturbating in the office isn't a new concept. In 2016, a Time Out New York survey found that 39% of people were masturbating Fuck at work. Me, that seems high. Never. 39? 39% of people have not masturbated at work. Well, I can't say I ever have. No. No. I know no, I just like taking a shit at work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just wait till you get home. Oh, no. I have at least one or two. <laughs> I see, I'm off to my office, I'll be back in about 7 to 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and who could forget Matthew McCourtney's character McConaughey. in... McConaughey. McConaughey, sorry, his character in uh, Wolf of Wall Street explaining how he jerks off twice a day, that's once in the morning and once after lunch, to keep up his performance at work. 
Apparently, you know when they say like boxes and that, and they shouldn't, they should refrain from, from it, ejaculating. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, that's a load of bollocks. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Does it not decrease testosterone no, at all? It, no. In fact, it, it would increase it, wouldn't it? No, it, surely? It de- no, it actually decreases it apparently. Right. Okay. Yeah, if you store it, it all up because you don't do anything with it. Yeah, something like that. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. So the body doesn't need to keep producing it because you're not using it. Yeah. yeah. Every film, it's like there's always, always joke. Any every boxing film, it's like yeah, there's always a joke in it. And yeah. I've had sex for so long before the fight. Apparently, you are meant to. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's counterproductive, but there we go. Bang so away we, if you've got a boxing match. Yeah. Yeah, that myth's gone. But keep it consensual. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to workplace wanks, there's a very thin line between appropriate and unacceptable. Last year, a New Yorker writer and CNN legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin. Ooh, Tubin. Having a Tommy Tubin. this. For masturbating on camera during an election simulation zoom meeting yeah. oh. did he forget his webcam was on or yeah. something he just started wanking everyone else was what <laughs> <laughs> and no one told him oh. <laughs> why did no one tell him the second he starts going for his fly you go uh, oh, Jeff we're um, you know you're the chemist or not don't let him get it out <laughs> why have you got that much why don't they just put you know just his Head and shoulders. I think his face might give his. I think his expression might give away what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Especially at the big finish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So with the pandemic and the huge shift in how we live our lives, I began to notice that my employees have become somewhat agitated and were performing with less energy than before. Explained Lust on the thinking behind the initiative. So knowing that there's only one thing that will make everyone feel good, I set up a private masturbation oh station God. for them to uh, enjoy. It's a booth, isn't it? It's a wank booth. Yeah. It is, it's an Amsterdam wank booth. <laughs> is there a machine that wanks you off? <laughs> yeah, or self. No, why would you want that? <laughs> Vibrating city. <laughs> oh, that's a Sibian, you can get one of them. And if it's an all-female staff, just give them a Sibian to sit on. But if it's not, then I'm not, I don't think I'll be so keen on it. You know, have I got a bucket as well? Is there only one booth? Two she buckets. She says. No, 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 no. Just doing she, she, no, 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 no. Have you got to book the booth? I don't think it's a bucket. No, no. Have you got to? Oh, yeah, have you, have you got to <laughs> yeah, I thought you wanted a bucket. Have you there? got to book it? <laughs> I mean, that's because it's there's what she's hey, a booth. The cum bucket there is overflowing. I'm telling you, I'm putting it on my shoes. <laughs> no, I don't think you'd have to book it. Well, you can't go, oh, ma'am. Oh, I'm feeling a bit demotivated. I think I've got to have a wank what with Julia from Personnel's in there. I think there's going to be a little light or a little vacant. <laughs> you don't have to look red lights as masturbating. <laughs> You don't yeah, have to book. You don't have to write a time slot in. No, just you just slide it across like a toilet. Well, because then, because then you could go more than once. It's a thirty-minute break. You got a thirty-minute time slot. Be a rotor, won't it? Yeah, so you'd be like, oh, I'm after break. I've got the three fifteen. I've got the three fifteen slot. <laughs> Make sure you come in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> what are they coming in? 
<laughs> tissues and there's all, the, you know, nice music playing. I don't know. <laughs> My God, they're going to be releasing a recording of the team's sounds of self-pleasure. Don't, <laughs> don't really need that. No. An international Who's masturbation. Who's buying that? <laughs> Mike, you don't need to ask that question. Yeah. Someone's going to buy it. Masturbation Day is the 28th. International Masturbation Day is the 28th. So next Friday, if you fancy masturbating senselessly for the entire day, I might put the day off. <laughs> Well, if you really want to get involved, then Lust is going to be hosting an online explicit live masturbation session. I believe that's just called Cam Girls. <laughs> wow, well, there we go. Don't whip your dick out in the middle of a meeting. Or whip, in, whip your parts out in the middle of a meeting. Or stir tea with it. Or stir tea with it. <laughs> Unless, you know, it's your tea and... <laughs> that's what gets you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scolding your cock. <laughs> Looks a hot tip. <laughs> I was presuming there was some kind of Teflon condom involved. Mm. It's heat resistant. I don't know. Maybe he's got a sheave. Maybe he's built up a tolerance. A sheave. <laughs> you know, it's like the frog, innit? If you put the frog in boiling water, it'll jump out. But if you put the frog in cold water, and heat it up slowly, the frog will sit there. So that'll, make boils. It, that'll make it totally preconceived. We're going back to this guy, aren't we, that like, actually, like, you know, steered his cock in the, in the woman's thingy. That would be well preconceived. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have a sheep. So it was gross <laughs> enough as it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think on that note, <laughs> we'll end the show. So thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a cult. Don't dip your dick in hot tea. Wise words. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you.